0: Yo, so the opinions and views expressed on this podcast are that of our own and the Future Bachelor podcast only, and not affiliated with any outside party or entity or anything like that. This fun podcast, though, may include some adult language.
1: Future Bachelor podcast.
0: Welcome to Future Bachelor. My
1: name is Cy. And I'm Veronica. And we talk about everything pop culture,
0: dating, and Bachelor. This episode, we're covering the never-ending pandemic's effect on love, Uh, taking last names, and potential rekindling of Batch Nation cloud chasers. I love it! This is episode two twenty-seven.
1: Let's go, Yeah! Yeah. yeah! Man, I was just hitting all the sound effects there. Um, really? True. Yeah, yo. Welcome, everybody, to the show. This is what we do. Um, you know, we talk about Bachelor stuff, but right now it's Bachelorette time. But before we get into that this week, V, what what have you been up to? How are you? What's going on? I need to know. I,
0: you know, I'm, I'm good. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm something. I'm, okay. I'm great. I went this past weekend. I went to Northern Georgia, uh, to Dahlonega area if you will. There's several uh, wineries and things up there, and the mountains are pretty. And we were celebrating our friend uh, Lexa's birthday, and also, uh, you know, she closed on her condo. So it was a nice little double, full Leo season energy celebration. Um, We had a nice little cabin up there. We went to several wineries, we uh you know had some fun in the hot tub. We brought a rock band game and we were playing that, which I haven't played in a while, and I was killing it on the mic. I did okay on the drums. When I was a like, younger, when the game first came out, and my brothers had it, they would only let me sing and maybe sometimes play the drums. They always got to do guitar and bass. So, uh You know, I have to stick to what I'm good at. (laughs) And we also watched The Ring, which when you're in a cabin, like up in the like up in the mountains and stuff, watching a scary movie when like you're hearing shit is a trip. It was a trip. Um, But we also went to before we even went to the cabin, everything on last Thursday, um, a bunch of us went to the weekend concert at Mercedes Benz, which was a lot of fun, visually super cool concert. I think. The sound was a little funky at times. Like, I think they were having audio issues. And just like with The Weeknd's music, you know, it's so reverb-y. I think you have to be like so – you're an you're audio dude. You understand audio production production, and <laughs> – Production. Production. I can't. You're a producer. I obviously can't understand <laughs> it because I can't say words. Uh, but uh, I, I think it definitely – was a little like it was a feat to get it to sound the right way to hit us all the way, you know, yeah. in huge Mercedes Benz stadium. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, but it was a good concert, nonetheless. But what about
1: you, pal? Me? Um, I actually did a lot of relaxing this weekend. Um, hung out with the girlfriend, watched a bunch of movies. And, you know, we got that. Which new- we'll get
0: into, I'm sure. Yes,
1: of course we will. Hopefully, if you ask. Um, but, um, you know, I, I, we got that. This is my third round of doing a, a money puzzle. This is now the $2 million puzzle.
0: Oh, I forgot about those. <clears throat>
1: yeah, no, they're back. And um, they're harder than ever, like straight up like it's been I haven't I've been trying to get just the frame of it it's so hard I don't know why but like all the pieces are like the same and like there's like it's like one of those puzzles where like the pieces kind of put go together but like it's like yeah
0: but not really yeah
1: so like now we have to just I hate hate it so now and, and there's no like frame of reference like you know to what it looks like it's a it's a qr code so yeah
0: yeah yeah,
1: i've been stressing out trying to put some some time into that
0: full stress just like sleepless nights about this puzzle i mean it
1: could be two million dollars worth you know so um on on top of that i've been kind of like still like uh sensitive in my teeth from when i got work done like two weeks ago so i had to go back today and they like did something and i'm feeling better
0: it's like you're dating your dentist at this
1: point <laughs> <laughs> yes but I'm, I'm, <laughs> but i'm paying her you like you know what i'm saying so um anyways uh so yeah i did a lot of that relaxing it was a nice chill weekend um but you know v why don't we get into yeah. what we like to do around here right it's that time to talk about bachelorette on our show Ha ha ha! Yes, but before we get talking Bachelorette, you know what I need you to do, YouTube. I need you to go ahead and subscribe, smash that thumbs up button, and hit that notification bell so you can get notified every time we drop new Bachelor or Bachelorette content, just like this. And if you just did, oh man, I just want to tell you, huge shout out to you. Air horns for you! <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, oh
1: man, okay, well... V, now that we got that out of the way, um, why don't we get this episode out of the way? What's been going on this episode? There was a lot of craziness going on here. Um, Where do we start?
0: Week six. We're week six. Bachelorette. Week six. Week six. We're headed to Amsterdam. The guys are hyped. Uh, The girls are hyped in some ways. (laughs) Jesse's hyped because he loves the city. That's all we get. Jesse... This is the most we've seen Jesse all, this episode, most we've seen Jesse all season. And if anything, he only adds stress or non-consequential non information. Yeah, like, he's also, yeah,
1: he's an instigator. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, big big instigator. He's a prodder.
0: He's, he pokes the bear, you know? <laughs> he's out here poking, poking bears. Essentially, right. he's just
1: like, yo, you know, you know you guys are excited hometowns are coming up which it feels crazy that hometowns are coming up like it just
0: i know you know it does feel quick but i guess not really i mean it
1: makes sense i guess but um but yeah i guess um like you know he comes in and he's all like rachel you look excited yeah i'm excited gabby you look like you look
0: i love how he's like you look emotional
1: (laughs) she's like (laughs) Like, yes i am and she's
0: like yeah bro this isn't freaking easy. He's like, and he's like, yep, I know. And like, that's pretty much like all he does. Yeah. He's just like, sounds like you guys have some tough decisions to make. And they're all like, yeah, thanks for nothing, homie. <laughs> like, Bye.
1: Yeah. So, um, we start off with the guys all sitting around, um, right. And
0: their one-on-one date cards.
1: <clears throat> yeah. They're getting their one-on-one dates. Um, we get Gabby and Nate. These were just very interesting,
0: picks for this one on one. Yeah,
1: I mean it's almost like they picked their favorite people and they were going to mm. like send them home if they weren't like ready for hometowns or something. Kind
0: of that was the vibe at first. I was like, okay, the strategy that they both seem to be taking is that these are people that are front runners that they really want to see like if they're worth you know, the extra time. So which I don't know. I mean, I get that strategy and we'll see how it, it obviously plays out very different for both girls. But um I I don't know. You know, I don't know. But I think I about guess the so,
1: guys and like the ones that haven't gotten a one-on-one date. Like you have to be knowing
0: you're Yeah, going the home. Tyler and Ethan's of of Rachel's group are all like M- must be nice, Zach, that you're getting another one-on-one. Yeah. Like, and he, even Tino, who's had a one-on-one, is, you know, feeling a little butt hurt because he's like, I wanted a second one-on-one. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> if someone's getting a second one-on-one, it's me,
1: Yeah, Tino. I mean, they're just at the point right now. Yeah, Tino. Um, they're at the point right now where everything is taken very personally. Um, yeah,
0: everyone's in their feels for sure. Yeah. So we start with Gabby and Nate on their one-on-one and Gabby's already going into this heavy in her mommy issue feels like she is feeling some kind of way she knows she needs to talk to Nate more and she knows she needs to just kind of make a a decision about where that what that's going to look like because you know if she is to continue on with him bring him to hometown do whatever like she's like then she's actively going to be in his daughter's life and she knows that that's a humongous step. It's more than, you know, just dating somebody and whatever. It so, just seems
1: crazy, too, that like there's all this like hoopla about Nate and and his dating history just for him to, like, you know, essentially go home this episode. Like, right. And he didn't even get a date. Like, he didn't get a chance. Like, she was no, like, No, he
0: didn't even get a full. They walk around for a bit. He, like, takes his sweet time running up to her. They just do a quick little walkie walk and she pretty much pulls him over. To a bench and is all like, Oh, we gotta sit, we gotta, we gotta do this right, Why here, right now. Why was they in
1: Amsterdam during COVID?
0: That's what I wanna know. That's what I asked during our tipsy talks. I was like, Where was your daughter then, my dog? Like, <laughs> who was watching her? Maybe her mom? Who's to say? I don't know. But like, you know, he's like, Yeah, I was here during the pandemic. Why? Poor <laughs> guy. Let me know. But uh, Anyways, they sit down, and Gabby immediately starts, like, pretty much, like, almost having a full-on panic attack. She's sobbing. She's um, super upset, and she pretty much is all like, I just don't know if I'm going to be a good mom, and because of all my issues with my mom, like, that's my biggest fear. And, like, if I go, like, I really, really have deep feelings for you, and each time we hang out, they get deeper, and I just know that if I keep letting this happen, it's going to be way harder for me to cut this off later when, you know, when I know, like, at that point, she's like, I'll probably still feel unsure about just taking on somebody else's kid, you know, like, being a bonus mom, um, and being like a motherly figure and everything like that. And so she's like, so like, in so few words, she pretty much is like, so you got to go like, you got to leave. He handles it
1: well, as well as like, you could.
0: It was emotional. I was emotional Yeah. during watching this part. I don't know. Maybe it just struck a chord to me. It, it, but- you know, I, 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 now that
1: you say that, like there was a moment where they just actually just sat with each other and just like kind of like embraced each other. And I was yeah. like, it Damn. was like the one time it kind of broke through to me. I'm like, yo, these two people, if they actually do like each other, like this is like a moment in time, you know, right. a moment in time. And it's just like you've had those moments before. Do you appreciate those moments in time? Like, you know, with people like you look back and you're like, ah, forget them. Like, you know, or whatever. Like they were shitty to me, but there's a moment in time where it was like, it was present and it was you and it was them. And, um, so I did, I did get that feeling as well. And
0: I, and I think it just makes it harder because they both (laughs) really, really like each other. And it is something that's more, out of control for Nate at this point. Like, it's not like, you know, it's not like he can control how she's feeling about this. And she's even just like, I want to be like 110% ready. Cause I would never want to damage, you know, your kid do whatever with me not being ready. Yeah, for that Yeah.
1: I don't, it's, it's a very interesting dynamic too, because it's like, you know, with, with the information outside of the show, right. You know, it's like, This is why he doesn't tell people he has a kid, you know, but it's like, of course, you're going to have to tell like you have to tell. But it's like I could understand why someone would like hide this information because you would want them to like you. And then be like, all right, well, I like him already and now he has his kids. Yeah, so. but that
0: that feels like that just, as someone who's been there, um, <laughs> that feels just like you, that's your being, you're lying. Yeah. Like you're hiding a large part of your life. Yeah. Like that's not just, I'm you not know, saying it's
1: right. I'm just saying. It's not
0: like telling somebody who's like allergic to cats all the, like after you're already been dating for a while that you have a cat. Like that's different. It's like, this is a full, like a child that you have like that you're responsible like for develop helping develop and things like that it's just way different like Mm -hmm. you know
1: sure um so what happens next
0: well so obviously she like walks him for him to like leave and uh all of her dudes are surprised that like his uh suitcase gets pulled and i mean
1: they were were doing the math though they were like you know he's a great guy. He's, he's ahead of the pack, but they knew also it could go this way. Like it's they were like, like,
0: I mean, if she's bringing him on this date, this must mean either. She's trying to like, just spend more time with somebody that she's really into, or, you know, she's trying to make some big decisions and she was making a big decision. So
1: yeah, I would have totally knew felt like that going in. I don't know. Like, unless you're just like so high off of like, you you think like you, you're, I would just think that. I don't know if I was. If I know. I, I think
0: Nate. I I mean, and obviously we've watched the show enough to know kind of like how that format works when it comes to choosing these dates and things like that. But yeah, I don't know. I don't know. At this point, like I feel like. Because nothing- like
1: if it was the other way, if she was like really just wanting to see him again, it's too strong of a of a of a statement to the rest of the guys. You know what I'm saying?
0: Right. So it's like,
1: it's got to go this way. So yeah, anyways, like uh, the guys are discussing how she must be going through it. And then she comes in really sad and like breaks down about him with her other boyfriends and stuff.
0: Yeah, I think that was an interesting... I kind of liked it. Like I kind of liked her being transparent of being like, yo, like this is what's going on. Like, you know, this is how i'm feeling i just needed to let you know like that this is serious to me and like i'm obviously trying to make decisions that are going to be best for me and the people that i'm here for kind yeah. of deal so i i like it i mean definitely it is like a little bit of an ego stroke to be all like let me go back to all these other dudes that are into me and be all and like be all like and um, i'll be like let me give you a hug let me give you a hug we've been thinking about you all day we must you must be so hurt so like that's the ego stroke part of it totally yeah, totally. I
1: agree. I agree. Um, okay. so she's like, but we're gonna go out for a little date.
0: Right? Well that was not yet. Oh, okay, Didn't okay. Rachel and Zach's they uh, had their one on
1: one before her. Sure, hers. sure. Okay. Yeah, that's the way they showed it. Um Rachel and Zach, you know, this is another one where I'm like, ooh, I don't know what's gonna happen. But it ends up being a beautiful day. Um, you know, Zach is just you know, a great guy. you can't really and Zach
0: is Zach seems fun. he seems nice. He seems to have a good vibe with Rachel and plus they get the most picturesque date. They're in the tulip fields like the, the first of all the camera work done on these tulip fields. the camera done I'm thinking about like how this must have been done earlier back before like drones were so big and like things like that but you could tell there's a lot of drone work being used this season, especially with like all these shots of the boat and everything like that. But, um, I mean, it's beautiful. They're like biking through the tulip fields. And of course there just so happens to be a conveniently placed, uh, hot tub in these tulip fields. Like what, come on, what are we doing here? Um, I wonder like what they had to go through to get that like set up. Cause I know like those tulip fields, it's a big deal. It's like a thing, but
1: yeah, I mean, uh, they were able to just like pick whatever tulips they wanted too. Yeah, yeah, so I don't know. I mean, they're only there for two weeks, right? It's like yes, you're so taking like up like a like whole that. day. Yeah,
0: like their season is very brief. Yeah. Tulips are pretty expensive flowers too. Um, But uh, they get to their cocktail portion and I don't know who, why Carrie has it out for, he's the stylist, why he has it out for Rachel in this like 1980s style dress. It is atrocious. It is, <laughs> it looks like something I used to... Play dress up in as a kid like that was like my mom's old bridesmaid dress from when she was in her sister's wedding like that's it looks exactly like that my mom even replied to my tipsy talks on it she's like no like that's exactly what it looks like and I was like yeah thanks mom but um but. They do, like, they talk a little bit more because Rachel, the theme of this episode for Rachel, she's asking all of her dudes if they've ever brought somebody home before. And uh, Zach pretty much just dives into the fact that he used to be bigger, he used to be fat, and, like, how he hated himself then, which is a lot of, like, internalized fat phobia bit. And he was, like, so pretty much, like, you know, I was going through it. I didn't, like, I, I hated myself. No one liked me. Whatever. Um, and then of course he drops the panty dropper word therapy. therapy.
1: Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then they're just like, I mean, yeah, the panty dropper word. I mean, it, it is what it is these days. Um, and he's just like, you, you're gonna keep going, right? And she's like, oh yeah, it's like her favorite part of the week. I do uh, love.
0: I oh, I too love therapy. I don't go every week, but I go like every two weeks. But I, You know, I part of me, like, I want to love the fact that all of these, you know, seemingly straight men are going to therapy that have been on the show because I'm like, yes, yes, yes. But also, like, part of me, I'm like, you guys better not just be saying this shit to say this shit to, like, get in these girls' pants and also, like... Also, I, I, I believe
1: him. I believe him. I
0: believe Zach, too. I believe Zach, too. Zach seems like... You know, the kind of guy. Yeah, but. he seems
1: like the kind of guy that's gonna get his heart broken at the end of this show. So I know. Uh, I know. I know. yeah. So live it up, Zach. He gets his rose. He's going to hometowns. First one to go to hometowns. He's telling her that he loves her.
0: Yeah, he's saying that he's falling in love with her. Yeah.
1: You know, he's 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 doing it right, you know.
0: He's 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 really a top contender. Tino is watching his freaking back. That's for sure.
1: <laughs> I mean, he did look pretty good in those Polaroids that were taken and stuff. Those
0: are yeah. cute. Yeah. Those are cute. I was show. like, damn.
1: I um, so, yeah, uh, they end up dancing in the street. They got their fake bikers going back and forth, you know.
0: Dude, those bikers were almost going to hit them.
1: <laughs> they're going around in circles or something like that, but they're trying to make it look like an authentic, like, I'm pretty busy sure street.
0: Amsterdam has the most bikes per capita or something like that.
1: Yeah, but they probably took that fact on a on a, on a a street they blocked off and they're like, just <laughs> they keep going around. They took
0: that fact... Put some extras in there. Put some just some producers that they're all like, This is all you can do to make your meals today. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> it was like really romantic music too, they're playing. I know. Um, so yeah, that happens. Um, yeah, you know, then we get to the group date with Gabby. Um, this one, uh, you know, is definitely uh the guys it's, weren't expecting it.
0: It's giving red light district vibes. It's giving dominatrix. They have like this chick who's uh, I guess sort of like a dominatrix vibe to help lead it because you know Amsterdam people are trying people are feeling sexy people are trying different things, and um, she's people go in to Amsterdam to have and-
1: sex, huh? People go to Amsterdam to have sex. Is that yeah, what like she's with saying?
0: prostitutes and stuff?
1: So they're just openly saying that.
0: Yeah, like I mean, yes, their sex work is a huge thing in Amsterdam.
1: Okay, so yeah, I mean they they bleeped out a couple of things. Gabby was saying and um they They bleeped
0: out a couple of things that the dominatrix chick was asking these guys like i think she was asking about like you know going down i think she was asking about different sexual acts she was then asking about body count numbers which i don't really know how i feel about that but
1: (laughs) it was funny though like they made them all come up with safe words yeah um you know it was just funny because there were uh one of them was Albuquerque, which I One of them
0: was asbestos. <laughs> asbestos?
1: Oh my god, those were funny just like as we were coming up with them. What um, would your
0: safe word be? Si, uh actually I, were I, in should, I, the state. I thought I thought
1: I thought of one, but
0: I thought I thought I
1: thought of one. I thought I thought of one, but um <laughs> it's probably like uh I don't know. I I really, think
0: mine's meatball.
1: meatball. Oh my goodness. Uh why does it gotta be food?
0: I don't know I think that's just like something that's always top of my mind and like a lot of people like the traditional one I feel like is always pineapple mm-hmm. which I'm all like boo hiss I love yeah, mine would probably
1: be auto-tune
0: I think that's <laughs> great that is on <laughs> brand for <you.
1: laughs> auto-tune um so yeah um so the guys yep. are, you know, starting to get into it a little bit if they are. And, you know, she's pouring hot wax on her body. I feel and, like
0: this part felt iffy to me. I'm like, this, she hasn't blindfolded. Did they consent to being okay with anything that could be just I mean, like, she's
1: like straight up stepping on them with her heels and stuff. I
0: know, which there, some people are into that sign. That's like a <laughs> like
1: real kink. Oh, man. Um, I am too, uh, like, I, I, my pain threshold is not high. Yeah, you
0: would um, you wouldn't do well with a dominatrix. Yeah. I, I don't think that's
1: your thing. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. But um, yeah. I mean, it's just there was a there was a time where someone would like bite me, and I'd be like, "Could you could you stop biting me?" <laughs> <laughs> or the or, like the nipple. It's like no, nipple needs to be n- loved. Uh, I know
0: she she put like a nipple tassel, a nipple clasp thing on a. I'm one of the dudes. I I'm think it sensitive. might have been Logan. I
1: got sensitive skin. I bruise easy.
0: Oh um, my god, you little peach! <laughs> um, but I could give out a spanking.
1: Um, anyways, right, calm down.
0: <laughs> <laughs> this wasn't your date.
1: <laughs> anyways, yeah. Um, but so anyways, the guys, they're the- having
0: they're having a good time. Yeah. They're all supposed to be, you know, getting ready for the cocktail portion. Uh, Gabby's got her little dress on and ready to rock and roll. And guess who freaking comes to her door?
1: Who? jesse jesse yeah i knew that i watched the episode (laughs) that
0: mother effort (laughs) you had me
1: at suspense i was like wait i know this answer um i know you
0: kind of like you really went with it i know i was like who uh
1: well because i thought i thought like maybe because there was some weird shit happening in the episode like guys disappearing and stuff i was like what um
0: yeah all the dudes were like we don't know where logan is blah 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 and then Gabby's about to go down to this date, and Jesse's all like, yo, we have a situation.
1: Wait, Logan was on the group date.
0: He was, earlier in the day, So what, you think he was, like, not feeling well? Maybe. Afterwards? Must must have. They must have, they, I'm sure they have, like, very, (sighs) they have very strict COVID protocols. So he must have been like, yo, I'm feeling some kind of way. So this is where, like. We gotta test you, mother.
1: This is where, like, yeah, I, I. What is happening with the show now? So, does he just get an automatic rose this week for getting COVID?
0: No. no. Wait, I mean... No. He... So, pretty much... So, he gets COVID. They cancel the cocktail party mm-hmm. for, because, like, in abundance of caution because they just want to make sure... I think they had to make sure they tested everybody else again, whatever. They didn't want everybody to be, like, hanging out, spreading anything, potentially. Uh, everybody else seems to be fine when we finally get to the rose ceremony in a bit, but... Uh, no, I kind of, it was very strange because I'll just hop ahead to Ro in this sense, but, um, do you think
1: they, they like they literally just like
0: He's think- just gone. They just kicked him off. Like they just were all like, he's not joining us for this, the rest of our journey anymore.
1: Oh, so, really?
0: So like, I guess because of like the timing of everything, I guess they're all like, we can't, I don't know. I don't know how. I don't know how that discussion. I didn't. Went. I didn't
1: get that. I didn't see that part. Like I thought because just they just like really, they
0: slipped it in real subtle, like like pretty much. You see Gabby before the rose ceremony, like being like, "Oh, I have decisions to make," thinking that Logan might still be in the you know in the mix, and that she has to think about that because he has COVID or whatever. But then. They literally flashed the row ceremony and they're like, because Logan, like Nate, like I, because I sent Nate home and because Logan, you know, isn't jo- joining us for the rest of the journey. I was like, wait, what did they just how do they get this man off the boat or is he just still on the boat? How is it, What's going on?
1: Yeah, I thought maybe they stopped production for like a couple of days or something and picked it back up. And we didn't really mm-hmm. see all that. But um, OK, so Logan's gone just gone unceremoniously
0: like just they didn't even, literally we they didn't build even up let all him this dr- they just like, like throw him off the boat or something i don't know and we build up all this drama about him switching spots and whatever just for him to be got just for him to be outie yeah. like sorry i got sick no more love for me <laughs> like
1: damn man um brutal. so Anyways. yeah before we get that far like let's get to rachel's, rachel's- group date
0: They go to this like little city town, whatever called Edom, I believe. Mm -hmm. It's known for cheese. Mm. Cheese capital of the world. Okay. They've they've got all these different cheeses that they're trying. All these dudes are little baby back bitches, and they're all talking about how they should have taken their lactate and whatever because like their stomachs are gonna be hurting after all this cheese. And I'm all like, do better. I don't know. Like, buck up, buttercup. Like, I don't know what to tell you about that. Like, is this is the price you play. Pay for love, especially the love of of an Italian woman. Mm-hmm. Because even if she's lactose intolerant, she's eating the cheese. There's just no two ways around it. Like there's too much good cheese in this world.
1: <laughs> Say cheese again.
0: Cheese. Um, so <laughs> yeah, they have this
1: competition of like, um, like stacking up cheeses and holding on their shoulders, holding them and stuff. And the guys, like, it's funny because, like, all the guys that are ripped, like, you know, Tino's, like, these guys work out a little bit more than me. um Tino looks kind of built
0: though too, so I'm like, what are we talking? I about I mean, he's here? just not
1: like ripped, like you know, like he's
0: he's. Tyler he's, surprised me with because he's got such a baby face, yeah, but his body is nice. <laughs>
1: Man, you girls go crazy for some for some abs.
0: I mean, I get, not always though. I don't really oh, care no. that like, much. People will be
1: all like, "I, I want to lick those abs," or "I want to eat." Do, off. I
0: do. I do. You say people like it's not me. Like it's me. <laughs> it's me who's um, <laughs> so that. You people. It's me. But that's like that's like Michael B. Jordan because like specifically.
1: Mm. Okay. I mean, well, um, I lost my <laughs> appetite.
0: Uh, but
1: yeah, so Tino ends up coming out on top, like he's negotiating with guys like you put yours down first, I'll put mine down right after you put yours down. And um, he ends up winning the competition. He's on top of the world feeling good. Rachel goes and consoles everybody and is like, you alright? You okay? And um, yeah, I mean, that's about it for the date. Um, They have their night portion um i think maybe they were concerned they were gonna they weren't gonna get a night portion because maybe gabby didn't because tina yeah. set, mentioned something like how important it was to have the nighttime right because this is the hometown rose that you're getting if you didn't go on to one-on-one so yeah. you know she's he has a conversation with her that's like you're the one i'm so about you and other people are you know anything else really come out
0: of this Pretty much it seems like Tino was going to get the rose like he's like saying stuff asking her questions mid makeout and you could tell Rachel's like just freaking keep kissing me dog like I don't really want to I don't want to talk like I I think she like knows where she's at with Tino but Tino is definitely looking for that reassurance because he's like I want to be on top I want to be on top I want to be on top and she ends up giving her roast to Tyler because I guess her and Tyler sort of bonded a little bit more in the after part. She, like, talked and consoled him more because he had his arms all ripped up from the holding the wooden thing with the cheese.
1: And maybe she saw his abs, too.
0: And maybe she was like, whoa, you surprised me, too. You've got these tatties and you you got these abbies. And- you got the abbies and the tabbies. I'm going to go see your family. <laughs>
1: yeah, um, yeah. So, you know, I, I think it goes back to having to the this, the rose distribu- distribution. Like, you can't just be giving your rose to Tino every time. Like, you've already, no. you know, and this guy's getting obviously full of himself.
0: I mean, right? you said obviously. it. You
1: said it earlier. After like Homeboy gets the rose, he's at uh, Homeboy. is like, he's being a real baby back bitch. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it was hilarious the way he said it because he was. He was over in the dark in the corner, just like spinning out. And no, yeah,
0: he's literally like he just gets after Tyler gets the rose, Tino like just stands up and he's all like, Congrats, really, and just like walks off. Yeah. And is like talking with producers and everyone else is like, Really? Really, dude? Like you're gonna be like that? Now
1: some guys are throwing him uh throwing him some bail for You know, because he won today. I know.
0: Some of them were like, he did win. Like, I could get how he would see that he would get the rose, blah, blah, blah. But, I mean, you know, it's more than just winning some cheese challenge. Yeah,
1: he was being a real baby back bitch. Baby back Um, bitch. So, I, uh, I thought that was hilarious. Um, I think he comes around, you know, he, at least he admits that he was being a real baby. I know.
0: Kid. I liked that Ethan. So like before the rose ceremony, Ethan talks with him on the bow, on the bow of the boat or whatever you call that part of the boat, um, about, you know, how they felt a little disrespected by his behavior and everything like that. And Tino does kind of, you know, fess up to being like, yeah, like I obviously got it in my head. I let my feelings get ahead of me. And like, that's not fair of me to do that to like you guys. And, you know, even, you know how that could look to Rachel and everything like that. So I think I, I liked seeing that little conversation go down. And I think sure. that was, uh, you know, good.
1: Yeah. Um, well, it was the famous last words for your boy, Ethan, because we get to this rose ceremony.
0: We all knew Ethan was on the chopping block. Yeah. There hasn't been enough time between well, that. He's on
1: the chopping block when he almost like he, he, he almost won. Right
0: the yeah he was second place to and Tina and he was,
1: like he should have kissed Rachel in that moment i felt like when she came he over he should have tried yeah at least tried you know but mm. he didn't and um so yeah we get we get to the roast ceremony very confusing roast ceremony for me i
0: i was a weird way that they did it it's like they did almost all of gabby's first well because like you get there wogan's not there and because they just barely slipped in how he just is gone no explanation really besides the fact that he had covid it's just weird. And then obviously Nate's gone and they just like the way that they either showed us or how it was filmed or whatever, with how they pretty much like Gabby all go first and then Rachel and whatever. It was very strange, but also Gabby only gets, because I think of the whole sending Logan home or Logan had to go home bit. uh, She only has three roses instead of four and Rachel has 4. Well, I mean, technically one of them is already ta- well, two of them are already taken by Zach and Tyler. So she only has two. But like in j- total, they have four roses, you know. You know what I'm saying. But yes. So the guys that go home are So the guys that go home are Spencer and Ethan. So Spencer from Gabby's side And Ethan from Rachel's side, so that leaves us with Team Gabby being Jason, Johnny, and Eric. So you know, which this is interesting now because none of these guys I felt like were as strong as of a connection with Gabby as Nate was. So I'm like, where's this? How's this gonna you know work out? And then the Team Rachel is Tino, Tyler, uh, Zach, and Avon. Avon is still hanging on.
1: So Gabby only has three guys going home, right? Um, interesting. Interesting. So you think Logan was gonna go?
0: Logan might have, maybe. I mean, potentially. Or, see, I would have. I would have thought which would have been wild. If the fact that she
1: sent Spencer home, she, she just really wasn't feeling that.
0: No, she just wasn't feeling Spencer. But
1: I was thinking like maybe they just sent Logan home for, over COVID because she wasn't gonna pick him anyways. Maybe. Maybe. But I don't know, I don't know. I mean, they didn't really have enough time to meet family, I guess, you know. Yeah. well, it was worth a shot. Um, and uh, we get some scenes of next week's episode where we meet the parents, and it looks like Tino is going to have an uphill battle. It looks like um, it looks like Zach is killing it.
0: Looks like Zach does well. It looks like Tino's family, like, kind of goes at Rachel a little bit about, you know, wanting to make sure that he finds the right person and not somebody who's going to, like, screw him over, which I was like, damn. Um, But uh, I'm trying to think about, like, Gabby's side, I'm, like, trying to remember if there was anything that stood out really, a lot I didn't
1: really see and that's not a good sign mm. because like I'm like looking at these names I'm like who are these people
0: again I know I feel <laughs> like especially the Jasons and Johnnies I feel like there might be a self elimination coming not next week but maybe the week after I feel like somebody's gonna be like I'm not you know I can't do this kind of deal
1: yeah um, so yeah that's our week six recap um, anything else happening in Bachelor Nation
0: yeah, so Caitlyn Bristow and Jason Tardick, I guess, are having to push their wedding. They're originally planning on getting we- wed, getting wed, getting married, um, New Year's Eve. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they're realizing that they have a lot of differences when it comes to, you know, how they want their wedding to look and things like that. Which I wonder, you know, Caitlin already was like trying to plan a wedding with a different person for a while, and then that obviously. No longer because her and um Sean Booth, right? Sean Booth? Yeah.
1: Broke they, up. They wanted like a New Year's Eve wedding and their venue. I like. hate
0: People who do New Year's Eve weddings, I don't know how I feel about that. I guess part of me is all like, at least then I have plans because New Year's Eve is such an overrated holiday. But then part of me is all like, ugh, it's so fucking annoying.
1: What is annoying about it?
0: I just, I think it's just also like annoying to then have to it's I mean, it's not an easy, super great time. It's like right around the holidays. So like getting maybe if you're somewhere else for Christmas and stuff and like trying to get to when is the perfect
1: time to get married, though? All of it is so lame. There's
0: there's no good. You know, it's like, let's pick the
1: perfect looking number day. Like, you know, it's just like, yeah, yeah, whatever. I mean, I could I could see like, it being a special day, like in your family or something like that, like that's something I can get. But like, for just like when people are like, we need to get married on two, 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 like, you know, if that's even a day. I had
0: had friends that got married uh, on what would be their, I guess it was like their fifth dating anniversary Mm -hmm. and that landed on a Thursday. And I was like, y'all, really? (laughs) At this point,
1: oh yeah. If you're if you're getting married in the middle of the week for a date, lame. No offense, um, yeah. but yeah. yeah. I mean, it's close enough to the weekend, I guess. Mm, um, but yeah. So, uh, anything else?
0: Yeah. So you know, these two keep coming back like a bad penny. Hmm. Kelly Flanagan and Peter Weber were spotted in Chicago at a Chicago Cubs game. Um, which is surprising because, like, a year ago when they, like, really, really broke up, like, Kelly was saying how she pretty much was, like, get the hell out of my life. Like, it was pretty messy at that point because they sort of, like, got, like, tried to reconcile a bit back then, and then she was, like, never mind, and, like, they got all... Well, they were going to, like, old. move
1: together and stuff. Yeah,
0: I mean, yeah, and then she, like, moved out. It was a whole thing, and so... I'm, I am mean, like,
1: Pete's, like, lame as shit. Like, he keeps coming back to her because she's great. I'm, like,
0: what? Yeah, what is... What can this dude... There's no good re- – there's nothing great. Like I I'm, I look at Pete, Pilot Pete, and be like, how? Like how? Like what?
1: Just because – Why? You know, I guess because she's an eligible, literally a bachelor. Um, yes. You know, it's her claim to fame. It's, it's one of those stories like it's like, you know, if they end up together, it might be good for them, you know, because they met before the show – they were. They had a thing during the show. It's he dogged mm. her on the show though, and then dogged her in real life like a couple she's, times. And she's great. Dog, she's beautiful. Dogging her. Yeah, I mean, he just got. Th- I feel like he uses her, but.
0: Oh, for sure. I mean, might, he's a.
1: It's possible she could know. be doing the same thing. Pilots
0: too. are literally flighty. You know what I mean? Like they yeah. are literally flighty. Yeah.
1: Um, so yeah, that's what we got for bachelor nation news. Um, what do you guys think in the comments below? Do you think pilot Pete and Kelly are you know, forever, forever? Do you think they should, you know, do the damn thing? Um, what do you think about, uh, new year's Eve weddings? Would you <laughs> want to get married on new year's Eve? What, what do eve- you think
0: about Logan? Just pretty much disappearing into the ether after like a two week Yeah. Is,
1: do you think, do you think, uh, <laughs> Logan's still alive? Let no, us know is, in the comments.
0: He's he's commented and liked some of our Instagrams. Really,
1: awesome. Yeah. Well, yeah,
0: <laughs> we know <Just> he's alive.
1: <laughs> send send well wishes in the comments to Logan down below. I'm sure he's <laughs> over COVID by now. But
0: yeah, yeah, because that was months ago. Yeah,
1: I still worry though. Um, all right, guys, that's what we got. Uh, we'll see I still you next don't week. Worry. <laughs> don't worry. We'll see you next week. We're week seven. Hometowns. Um, V. Why don't we get into something we like to call here? Wicked. What do we got? Yeah.
0: Let's start us off. So, Brooklyn Beckham and his wife, Nicola Pets, they got married earlier this year, and Brooklyn Beckham and her decided to uh, combine their last names. So, he's now Brooklyn Pets Beckham. Pelts. I've been saying that wrong. <laughs> Pelts Beckham. Interesting. So, uh, you know, and there was some drama around this because people thought because of, like, maybe a dispute around... Uh, the wedding dress design or something like that, that like Nicola and, you know, the, the spice girl herself, Victoria Beckham weren't vibing, but and people are like, Oh, is this like a thumb at her kind of business being all like, I'm going to take her last name. If, even if you don't like her mom, but no, I don't think so. And also like combining last names I've seen, um, other, I think, what is the, it's a couple who, one of them is Alexa Vega and, one of them is I forget the, his name, but Pina or something like that is his last name, and he was in a Big Time Rush, and their last name was Pina Vega because I like, I don't know.
1: Speaking Runs of this, with- and it's not on the list, but um, oh my goodness, I'm looking down on our list though, but um, but uh, it's so crazy hearing like Jennifer Lopez being called Jennifer Affleck. And-
0: I can't do it. I can't. <laughs> I, re- I kind of refuse. Like she's gonna be J Lo. I kind of
1: refuse. She says.
0: I think she's gonna be J Lo for me forever. Like she's J Lo.
1: Yeah. Um,
0: she's still she's still Jenny from the block.
1: Yeah, and I was hearing things like uh, she might be taking a break from the limelight.
0: All oh, right, sure, J Lo. Good luck. Like. <laughs>
1: yeah, I'm gonna go do the Super Bowl, and then I'm gonna take a break.
0: Uh, uh, yeah, it, it, right now her break is like consisting of like walking around Boston with with you know Ben getting some Dunkin'. Actually, I don't even think I don't even think she's getting Duncan because she's J Lo, and like she doesn't even you know put that kind of stuff in her body because that's how she looks so banging.
1: Yeah. Um, what else we got?
0: Um. So, uh, Florence Pugh and Zach Braff have broken up. I guess they broke up earlier this year. They you know they were a very talked about couple because their age difference are twenty-one years apart. Mm. Uh, I I thought. Florence Pugh is my age, but I guess she's two years younger than me. She's 26. And Zach Braff is 47. So, yeah, they definitely, you know, but they had, they were definitely kind of an item, especially during the pandemic and because she used to do, like, a lot of, like, little funny home videos of, like, her cooking and stuff and he would be there. But, uh, yeah, so they're... It's so they're, interesting,
1: like, that that age difference. It's like you're either very successful, like, a celebrity or rich or you're just like perverted.
0: Yeah. I mean, a lot of people, a lot of people were like, ah, seems sus, seems weird. Like, you know.
1: What you gonna do?
0: But yeah, I mean,
1: yeah. I mean, it's legal. Um, What else we got?
0: Michelle Branch uh, has filed for divorce from her husband, who is the Black Keys drummer, Patrick Carney. I guess she was alleging that he had cheated on her. There's also, I guess, like. Uh, an arrest for domestic assault, I think, on her, yeah. for which I'm guessing, I'm she sure will. there's been some fighting and things happening around whatever's been happening. So definitely it seems like a little bit of a a messy situation. They've only been married for three years. Are you
1: are you putting hands on your man's if you find them cheating? someone else's I mean, pants? no, I
0: don't really think I would want to put hands on somebody. I mean, if they if they try to put hands on me, then I'm gonna put hands back. But uh no. You
1: know Um this one is just
0: This re- one.
1: This one this is ridiculous. Is the one. What do we got?
0: Emrata has been seen. At this first of all this restaurant in Paris and then supposedly out potentially holding hands with Brad Pitt Brad Pitt
1: Yeah no I mean the way you're saying the way you're saying it is like the way I'm thinking the opposite way I'm like Brad Pitt is holding hands Yeah
0: Brad Pitt
1: Oh my god imagine those kids
0: Fuck Because you know you know Brad Pitt's not really in his actual kids lives right now you know that
1: no, that's that's crazy, Angela. It's sad, Angelina. Um, she's got control. Um, but shoot, man, I might give up my kids for Emrata too. I, I, dude, she is beautiful.
0: And and I I mean, and Emrata stays winning too. Like just to show her like ugly ex, like that soon to be ex husband, being all like, yeah, Brad Pitt, Brad Pitt, be up in here, like. <laughs> I could get anybody I freaking want, dog. Don't you think differently?
1: Yo, can she get whoever she wants? I know she could. I mean. I mean, I, my opinion, I feel like she could.
0: I think she could. Probably. I mean, she's like, I personally am not like a an Emrata stan. I do want I to am. read her book. Uh, but I just like, I have a very complicated relationship with like her in like, you know, her feminism and how she carries it off and like whatever, which I think also, you know, a lot of that ties into society and everything like that. But I mean, she, people love her. I, I don't know. I do.
1: Um, good for Brad Pitt, man. Good for Brad Pitt. Mm. He stays winning, I guess, too.
0: Yeah, he does. Mazum made almost.
1: Yeah. Oh, man. Um, what made you go yikes this week?
0: So, uh, speaking of Florence Pugh, there was a lot of My drama- yikes for her
1: is her last name. Huh? Her last name is my yikes.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, her last name, yeah. I don't even know if I'm saying it right, but I'm pretty sure I am. Um, so... She has the movie "Don't Worry, Darling" coming out soon. That is starring her and uh, Harry Styles and Olivia Wilde, who produced it. And you know that's how Olivia Wilde and Harry Styles met. And like, there's a lot of, there was a lot of drama because it seems like she wasn't posting about the movie when everybody else was posting about it. And she was posting about different projects that she was in. And people thought it was because she was feuding with Olivia Wilde because she wasn't a fan of the fact that, I guess, Harry Styles and Olivia Wilde's, like, beginning of the relationship or them like, starting to, like, hang out or whatever might have overlapped with her still being with Jason Sudeikis. So, uh, yeah. Definitely – definitely there was some of that going on but people are just claiming that no she just had it already scheduled that she had to post this content about oppenheimer and not i
1: could see i could see there being like it's not like jealousy or anything like that but it's like yo like i'm supposed to be having this like you know uh connection with like as an actor you know right on on like in your movie and you're over here like like, you know, twinkle toes with him,
0: twinkle toes <laughs> <laughs> every,
1: every other, like every time you say cut, like, you know, and it's just like, well, I can't catch a vibe. Like, you know, it's just, it's just one of those things.
0: Well, and she's also like a bit upset that right now, like the big hullabaloo around the trailer and stuff for this movie is you see, you know, you see some oral sex scene kind of action between her and Harry Styles. And people are all like, "Whoa!" Oh! and she's all like, yo, it's like more than just like shock factor and stuff. It plays into the story. It's like, you know, and also like. That's, I mean, how does it re- play into the It's pretty revolutionary too to have like more female pleasure-oriented sex scenes. So, I mean, power to her. But uh, yeah, so there's definitely I'm I can't wait to see this fucking movie. But there's definitely some drama around the whole release and premiere and everything.
1: Yikes! Um, well, V, I need to know.
0: What are you watching? I am watching Never Have I Ever season three. I love this show. It's by Mindy Kaling. It stars a lot of these very talented young young people. And you know, it's kind of a coming-of-age situation. And it's season three. And I just it it doesn't stop being funny and relevant and like just a good time. So I definitely recommend. Weird. But Sai. Yeah. I have a question for y'all. What's that? what are you
1: watching me um well i'm watching a lot this is a big week for your boy um i just remembered why you said indian i was like well you didn't say indian you said an indian, but <laughs> said an
0: indian <laughs> it reminded me of
1: indian matchmaker you
0: said indian randomly <laughs>
1: <laughs> I, I watched i started watching season two of indian matchmaker um i had to stop because it's just ridiculous like it's
0: crazy you know dude. somebody
1: like this one girl on the show she's like what do you you don't want to be matched with anybody like like you're, you're gonna be single forever mm-hmm. um well i think she's like literally like deemed like unlikable <laughs> like, like oh my, she, I yeah think she wrote like a, a whole, book or something it's like
0: a cast system thing it's like crazy well um yeah
1: i mean they're just it, like it's just an interesting show but some movies that i watched um i've been really into a space and like you know futuristic like theme yeah here.
0: yeah i'm looking at this list and it's uh
1: Yeah, I mean, there's some fun stuff in between, but, um, (laughs) you know, Stanley Kubrick uh, produced 2001 A Space Odyssey, one of the, like, people say is one of the best movies ever made, Mm -hmm. Um, and you know for sci-fi and everything i checked that out it was pretty crazy there's not a lot None of dialect people. in it and uh dialogue <clears throat> in it at oh, all yeah. and um it's just like a beautifully shot movie like it was in the 60s and it's just crazy how they were able to really get like space and all that stuff like and like I even better than they
0: thought 2001 would be
1: like right um but it, you know it, it has to do with some like artificial intelligence speaking of artificial intelligence i watched um <laughs> I actually think Stanley Kubrick was supposed to do this movie, but um, Steven Spielberg ended up taking it over after he passed away. But AI with, uh, what's his name? Uh, Oh man, I forget his name. Like Haley Joel Osment. Uh, Okay. Yeah. He plays like a robot that like just wants the love of his mom. And he, it's a pretty incredible story. It's like a Pinocchio, futuristic Pinocchio story. Because um, he just wants to be a real boy.
0: Pinocchio story. Yeah.
1: You know, he just wants to be a real boy. Um, and, oh, okay. <laughs> and then I watched this movie called Splice, where they mix like, you know, DNA with like human DNA. And the thing is just like a new species and it kind of goes wild. And
0: of it's, course, it's
1: an insane movie.
0: That always happens. Yeah, Whenever it, you mix shit like that, no, it, it's never good. Yeah, it never works out. No,
1: it it didn't work out um but it's a great (laughs) it's a great movie um then I watched Boy Meets World. Uh, I started.
0: <laughs> you had to do like a little bit of a palate cleanser. Yeah, a
1: little palate cleanser because <laughs> um, you know I watched too many movies and I was like, let's go something a little lighthearted. I started listening to a new podcast actually. Finally threw a new podcast in the mix. It's just been Joe Budden and that's it. And um, and now I listen to Pod Meets World, where it's like, oh, fun. yeah, it's like Eric and Topanga and Sean. Um, no Corey, unfortunately. It just wasn't for him. But um, they all talk, they go episode by episode. It's kind of like when I was watching that Zack to the Future where he was watching every episode of Say yeah. by the Bell. They watch every That's epi- a big thing
0: right now. Yeah. like, these people, like, recounting, like, especially some of them reality stars, like, like the Hills, Laguna Beach kind of folks. But, yeah, all these yeah, people. Yeah, I mean, doing, it like- is
1: really big now. Now, reality TV is getting into it. But these are very interesting because it's an incredible show. They talk about, like, the directing and acting and what they had to go through as kid actors and all this different stuff. I know, because they
0: grew up on that show. Yeah,
1: they have a better recollection of, like, what they did as opposed to Mark Paul Goslar, who, like completely erased everything from say by the Bella from his mind um yeah. so Boy Meets World is just really cool to watch the episodes and then hear like the episodes from their perspective and then like this is finally I'll just like after all the stuff I've talked about this is the most I've talked about on this episode but <laughs> you really uh, <laughs> freaking <laughs> I'm going in but I have to recommend the show because I started watching it last night and I, and I had to be an adult and be like, I got to stop at 2 p. At two a.m. L- in the morning. I
0: love when you like, this is like the second time you've had to talk about like doing that, being all like, ah, I'm going to ruin my life if I keep watching. Yeah, I
1: have like Tuesdays are my most like busiest day. And Save. for some reason, I'm like getting the least amount of sleep because I catch like a great show on a Monday night. And um, so, yeah, I started it's watching safe. this as an HBO Plus original. Um, it's executive produced by Ben Stiller. It's not Funny. I mean, it's funny in like its, its not, own ways. It's not funny. <laughs> it's not like a comedy, <laughs> like like dodgeball or something. But um, it's got um, what's his name? I always forget his name. Uh, but it's really good. It's like the concept is is like this company is so secretive that they like if you get hired by them, like you willingly get the surgery called this called severance, where mm-hmm. they split your mind. Um, where when that, you're like, at a work
0: brain, yeah.
1: And, and a home in, brain and you got your regular brain. But the crazy part about the work brain is that like you're always at work like what they go in at an elevator and then once like they go down a floor or two, like they get split like if they now are in their work brain. So it's like you're always in this work like you know it's like Oh, that's, that was weird. Like I just like spent the whole weekend at home and now it's like, but you've been at work the whole time. Like you're just always there and you come in with extra energy. So you just have to like appreciate the fact that you know that you spent time and got rest, hopefully, unless you got like hung over and you come in and people are like, you look hung over. Like, it's like. I don't know. Like, I didn't know what I did over the weekend and stuff. It's a very interesting concept. I recommend the show. Um, I'm just getting into episode four where I feel like I'm going to start understanding what's happening. But without understanding what's happening, it's a great show. So, um, V, why don't we get into our Slapper of the Week?
0: Slapper of the Week. This song
1: slaps. (laughs) (laughs) This week's Slapper comes to us from uh, one of my... Favorite artist, a, a
0: pod fave if pod you will. Pod fave,
1: um, Lauv. He just dropped Lauv. Lauv. Love. love. I I, love. I still don't even know.
0: Bro, like, love. Love?
1: Yeah, I just l- <laughs> listen to the music. Um, He dropped a new <laughs> album and there's a song called Time After Time. That's just the bop on there. And yeah. I recommend checking it out. We just dropped it on that Future Bachelor podcast playlist on Spotify. So um, where a bunch of great music lives. Um, hours, hours. You could just leave it on there at a party and people would be like, like what's dang. this song? And then you just give us credit. So, yeah, that's our Slapper of the Week. Check it out time after time by Lau. Do you got any shout outs, V?
0: I wanted to shout out my cousin, Bianca. Her birthday is this upcoming week. Woo! And, and happy birthday to her. And then also, she just started um, a new semester at a new college. She's going to University of Arizona now. So, congrats to her. That's awesome. Um, quick shout out
1: to the homie, Callie. She um, started up this acting group that like that's why we record early on on this day for the pod
0: not that you guys know <laughs> yeah
1: but well, yeah exactly but she created this group and it's really hard to create a group that, that bring people together that are not like invested in it with money or like you know they have to give up their own time and it's yeah. just something that like i i've wanted to do with a like a group of like new actors and stuff you know people have been dropping off and like you know but i think we could do some really cool things and we like met up on sunday at a coffee shop and started planning out some things we want to shoot and stuff so it's cool to have a little group um she's kind of like you know the uh igniter for this and um i'm just like a little
0: ringleader. yeah
1: it's cool to have like a partner in crime like you know you're my partner in crime when it comes to this pod so um just shout out to her for you know starting something cool (laughs) i was really reaching for a shout out this week because none of y'all deserve one I'm just wow, joking. Damn. Um I, I was it was between Callie or me. Like, you know, I always remind myself, like, maybe you should have shot yourself out sometimes, you know?
0: Okay. Shut yourself <laughs> out.
1: Um, B, what are you up to this weekend?
0: Um, this weekend. Uh, if the weather holds up, I think I'm gonna go paddleboarding.
1: Paddleboarding.
0: Paddleboarding. Oh, that's pa- cool. Paddleboarding.
1: Um, you uh you've done it before?
0: Yeah, I own a paddleboard. You do? Yeah. Okay. It's like an inflatable kind.
1: Mm. It can go away. Nice. Um, it yeah. Go,
0: it can go just like Logan. It can just go, <laughs> just
1: go away. away. And you can throw it <laughs> overboard. Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, that's cool. That's cool. Um, I'll probably check out an improv show this weekend. Not much planned to be real. Um, might work on some music. Might work on some movie stuff. Auditions have been coming in, so I've been doing a lot of that. And um, you know, just staying just reading, reading a lot. I'll probably read this weekend. Work on a little puzzle. Watch more Boy Meets World. Um, yeah. Does it sound fun to anybody? I don't know. It sounds fun. The puzzle,
0: to me. The puzzle.
1: The puzzle. <laughs> that was that. That was it. Um. All right, guys. Well, you know what it is. It's your favorite podcast, Future Bachelor. My name is Sai. I'm Veronica. And we'll see you next week.
0: Deuces! Bye! (laughs)